this is Sam. Go home, Hallball. I'm about to rant now. Oh, fuck! In hell! Oh, fuck! Oh, I just got. I just watched three things back to back. Oh, my fucking god, I just got my bum bumping. Oh, fucking hell! Fucking hell! Okay. The recent one. Let's do, we'll start with that one first. Oh, fuck! Okay, it's it's the one about uh, from Perlance to the world's strong, uh, accomplice uh, the world's strongest, uh, the Alfredo, uh, Alfredo, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's the one with the guy with the with the that's supposed to be had like the the edgy guy with the edgy eye patch with the mystical eye and missing arm and has the harem has the quote harem of ladies and everything looks like it's gonna be hanky dory. Oh fuck! Damn did they fucking deliver on this fucking season! Fuck! Heart wrenching fucking hell! Oh! Sorry for spoilers. One of the main girls just fucking died and is about to completely be dead. Oh, fuck! Fuck! He should have fucking put that redhead in the fucking ground to start with! Fuck! He should have been dead ages ago! It would have solved so much fucking problems! But no! That stupid asshole who's too nice is known as the hero doesn't want to kill humans he's a fucking idiot and the teacher just witnessed one of their students get killed finally understands the situation is like oh yeah some people are just fucking bad and assholes who just need to be fucking killed like the necromancer bitch who just needed to die but no, the stupid piece of shit right here just wouldn't die. Fucking hell. And complaining, and complaining like a psycho that Corey, that Corey girl, the priestess girl is his woman. Bullshit. She never had eyes for you. And because you're a fucking creep who only her, who never even bothered to act on your own emotions in the sense of, hey, I am confessing my feelings for you. You never bothered to see it, you piece of shit. Also, the hero guys had heart uh, feelings for 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 the priestess guy, and he didn't even want to fucking act on it. He's an asshole too, but he has the nice heart enough to not get in the fucking way. The fucking redhead asshole made her deals with the demon. And the fucking evil god of that world who only, only wants to possess people and can cause world chaos and mayhem and death forever. He sh that god never, ever, ever wants to have peace like a sadistic 10-year-old who only likes to pluck and watch the insect die by pulling off its legs. That's literally what this fucking world is. It's being governed by good gods who are the ones who actually made the fucking labyrinths so it can kill any fucking sadistic piece of shit demon that enters it. And only ones that can actually survive it is if they drink holy water and they're human or vampire or dragon because they're good people or rat 
people, they're good people too. The bear people, they're good people too. The tiger people, the wolf people, they're all good people. The normal humans that don't care about fucking politics and just won't live their lives are good people. No, this piece of shit God only wants to manipulate and possess people. It loves possessing people and killing. Oh my fucking gosh, I hate this piece of shit. Damn, they made a good bad guy. But damn, what the fuck? Just shoot the damn bitch. Ah! He had an opportunity to kill the bitch too. Instead of going up the little monologue for her, he should have just immediately just BAM and then BAM instead of catching whatever. Is it most but justice of how the badass the asshole red guy finally fucking died? He got he got his head beaten in multiple times before. He apparently didn't understand the concept of death for that. So he just got flung to the, the the monster demons that have literally no intelligence other than fight, kill, or eat. I mean, to eat or kill. That's it. Same thing, whatever. Or march, or go forward, or go back, or whatever. That's the only concept they have in their damn minds because they're idiots. And simple-minded. Not high enough creature to actually have intelligence. So he just got flung to them. They devoured his corpse, if not just stabbed it a bunch to death or trampled it a bunch to death. Then, if that wasn't if that wasn't good enough, he, the main character, summoned a fucking laser beam out of the fucking sky like a giant fucking. What's 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 the word I'm thinking of? Um, giant fucking laser from space, like a like a like a uh, um. Like in those uh, sci-fi evil movies or whatever, where the bad guy says, I have a satellite in space and it's going to cause a giant beam down and cause mass destruction. Almost at that level. And he takes that laser beam and sculpts it all the way from around the Coliseum and all the way out to the kingdom, wiping out the entire fucking horde of everything that's in his way. And tells the piece of shit that couldn't fucking understand to die demon leader who says this is all for my god the god's fucking deceiving you your god only wants you to die you piece of shit can't you see that your fucking valkyrie lady just died because she's not about a fucking puppet herself fuck And right now, the healer lady has had a sword stabbed at her. She completely healed herself and held all of her teammates with her last breathing words, which would have kept her alive. But then, no, the fucking piece of shit redhead just thinking, oh, I want my love to stay alive to fuck her or manipulate her mind just wants her a dead husk puppet to fuck. He's a piece of shit. He re-stabs her in the fucking chest. Basically killing her again. He finally, right before any extra spells can happen, the main guy finally fucking shows up because he was across the fucking area with his teacher at a mountain range. They finally get to the fucking Coliseum. Ugh!
down one good student because he was shown as an example as how the puppet system works. And the, the, the biggest good guy who saw through all the talking to manipulation was like, fuck, kill me, please. He was like, kill me, please. I want to go to, I want to rest. Fuck. And, and, and the main character's like, I understand. Bam. Kills him, lets him rest. Then brings out a fucking SMG and whoa, wipes down the entire horde. Uh, before the giant laser shit happened. And because... Uh, I still don't understand why he didn't just go bam and then turn and bam. Or go bam and then catch and bam. Oh, uh, he could have so done that. But no, the story didn't want to go to do that. He wanted to do extra interruptions because as soon as they bam to catch and throw the asshole away before he turned back and killed the, the necromancer bitch, all of a sudden the stupid piece of shit dragon, dragon demon lord fucking showed up out of nowhere for no fucking reason. No fucking reason. All because he's a piece of shit puppet for his piece of shit 10 year old toddler evil bitch god. Ah! Fucking hell! Fucking hell! And right now, she's the priestess lady is semi-stable. She's semi-stable. The soul is somewhat coming back to the bang body, but she's still in critical condition. Finally, it, it's gonna take the main teacher lady who has uh, health abilities. It's gonna take the vampire chick. It's gonna take the dragon chick. It's gonna take the bunny rabbit chick. All to fucking heal the priestess girl. It's going to take that many people to kill, help heal and quote revive this one girl because of this one, because these two pieces of shit's actions just because they wanted to love slash have a nothing but an empty corpse for a fuck body. That's literally all they wanted. The necromancer bitch wanted the hero guy to be her fuck puppet and the red-headed asshole who started this entire bit in the first season wanted the priestess bitch to be his fuck puppet. Literally, that's the entire argument and main plan for these two pieces of shit for the entire fucking arc of the first and second season. Oh yeah, other shit's happening around the area. And, the other th and there's another extra plot that's happening that happens to be, oh, you want these two people to be on your side? Okay, we'll help you with that plan. And they happen to be fucking demons in the evil god of that world. Ah! Oh, I'm so fucking pissed! Ah! <sighs> okay. Ah. Rant. One over. Okay. Okay, rant two. I just got done listening to uh Sean W's video. It's only six uh, six minutes and fifty two it's only seven minutes long total. 
if you want my rendition of exactly what he says, but in I, I'm gonna tell you my version, but if you don't want the cursing and the fucking and all this other stuff, go watch his video. It's a lot more lighthearted and stuff. He explains a bit better. Yeah. Yeah, the new Halo TV show came out. It came out yesterday in the sense of the first two episodes in theaters to four cities only. And those four cities are where the main critics are in the sense of assholes who may have never heard of Halo or no, never understood what Halo is or the actual gaming community in general of what the actual story plotline or the Lord people or anything like that in the sense of um, there's no YouTubers there in the sense that nobody was allowed to either talk about it yet or they're just now about to talk about the first episode or they're going to have to wait until next week after the second episode comes out and then they're going to have to, then they can talk about it. Because this is the first Halo YouTuber that I can remember, uh, at least of right now, of today, when the official first episode comes out, which is the 24th of March, when the first episode comes out. The next episode doesn't come out until next Thursday. It's on Paramount+. Plus. It was on, and it says, sponsored by Showtime. Okay, the first section, I'm going to pull the video back up, and I'm going to mute the audio, and I'm going to mute the audio, and let's see. Uh, da, da, da. I'm trying to get to the point this makes no sense afterward. Let's see, right. 17, 17 minutes in is the great is great episode stuff going on and everything. But literally a minute before that. An elite is uh, the fa main character's father walking around, about to go to hers. Is about to go to is about to go look at the carnage, seeing if it, her daughter, his daughter, is still alive. Then he sees her daughter under a truck hiding, and he's about to, and he's like he's happy, he's relieved, and he's about to go to her. All of a sudden, he hears heavy footsteps and sees an elite. Oh, the elite's doing nothing. The elite's literally doing nothing. It's just walking. It doesn't even see his daughter. It doesn't see him. He's just trying to get out of the fucking way and get out of the fucking situation. He's holding a dead wound. His shields are back up now because the only reason I know this is because all of a sudden, I over, you see... Uh, the girl going, oh no, the elite's coming towards me. The elite doesn't see the bitch. And the father could have done absolutely nothing. He would have still been alive. And everything. The elite's like, seriously, 
why are you attack at least like literally just attacking like an animal defending himself because he's a warrior and he wants a warrior's death. He wants to die a warrior's death. That's what most elites want. But I can just tell by the situation that that yes, the 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 two humans are idiots and they don't understand the elite's motivation in the sense of, hey, the elite's just fucking walking away. Leave him fucking be and he he'll be leaving on on his way. He doesn't care. But because the idiot father is attacking him, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna take care of you because you're shooting me. I'm just gonna hold a plasma sword up to your chest and and slice you till you're dead a little bit. Okay, you're dead now. Mainly because you attacked me for no fucking reason. Oh, I see now why you attacked me. I'm going to walk over to the human girl. But he's just standing there. He doesn't know what, what the elite's doing. Now the elite sees why the human the, 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 the human male was after him. He's trying to protect the other human. Like, okay, I'll attack it. Then Jackie Chief sidesteps, like, body, body tackles the elite, who's already fucking wounded from previous battle that they just had. And Leech just knocks out the remaining shields with the big fucking blow and then shoots the elite in the fucking head multiple times. Then he says, then Elite says, no survivors. Oh, wait, there's one survivor. He should have just said, no, there are no survivors. And just left the fucking girl there. He should have left the girl there. She should have never been a main character. What so fucking ever? Uh, and the reason I'm saying this is because the stupid girl gets caught up in the sense everybody's dead that she knows in that area. And so she's just going to, she's just going to follow them where she last saw the elites, which because her and her friends found the elites, which brought them to uh, the area that they were at because the elites were just trying to clear the perimeter. And doing so, they invoked uh, the UNSC raft because the elites are stupid. Then they go, then Chief goes, sees the Covenant guy, tells two Spartans to go clear, clear the Phantom, and tells the other Spartan to follow him as backup. They go into the cave system, find a foreign artifact, and then Chief's going to touch it trying to secure the artifact and sees and in the background the audience sees the fucking arbiter elite and I mean an arbiter elite because he's got the armor for an arbiter behind Chief and the other Spartan and he's about to attack but then serendipitously Chief attack, uh, starts touching the artifact activates the activates the stuff and all of a sudden out of nowhere this this uh forerunner thing blasts a wave of energy at Chief and Chief is getting visions and memories from his when he was six years old before he was six years old before he was abducted. Also apparently Chief is apparently gonna have a geisha in this entire thing because the former artifact that you see later in this episode Chief is drawing this foreigner artifact when he's a child in his memory. What? Why is there? Why is that geisha there? Why? Why is that geisha there at all? Makes no sense. No sense at all. 
And then Chief is literally out of it. He's physically, you can tell by his body language that all the Spartans other than him know his body language in the sense that, no, you need to have another Spartan with you. You don't look right, Chief. I'm going to disobey your order and I'm going to follow you to protocol because we need to get this artifact to off from Condor to reach to get analyzed. And you need to get fucking checked out. Because I don't like how you're acting. That's what a fucking Spartan does. No. They don't do that shit. They don't follow how the actual Spartans would actually act in general. Because they were fucking family members. They bonded together. They didn't bond to Halsey. The only bonding they had to Halsey was because she was slightly more... Her and Mendez were the only fucking quote, quote, bad, good parents they ever had besides bonding with each other mainly in the sense of actual brother, sister, slash uh, semi-family relationship that all the fucking Spartans have. So if if uh, if the Spartans trust Chief like they always do, and they always know what Chief's what Chief does is usually right because he's the luckiest one to get out of the damn situation. Oh yeah, we're gonna follow Chief. Hopefully we don't die in the process. No, they don't. These fucking writers don't understand the fucking dynamics of Spartans. Oh, you fucking assholes! You assholes! Do you not know how to fucking write actual characters in the Halo universe? No, you don't! You just want to make extra plots for no reason! There's at least seven plot holes in the fucking first episode! Four of them could have been cut out because they had no relevance! The arc of the main character and the first... Let's see, where am I at now? Yeah, the Kanha chick, uh... She sees the Spartans go away. The Elite's running away because he's like, I gotta report this to my masters. So he put, puts on the cloak ability. She runs into the chick who is outside the cave wondering where the Spartans are because she wants to either talk to him or something. I have no idea. She's dazed and confused in the general term that she has no idea what's going on at all. She just got her entire... Little town just got fucking evaporated by the fucking Covenant and no help from the fucking Spartans who just happened to be there in the sense that they landed after the fucking battle started. Most likely because Dr. Halsey wanted to make it clear that fucking normal humans can't fucking fight the elites, which would have been plenty enough power for the fucking... Bureau to actually understand. Hey, we need some of the stuff the Spartans have to make more Spartans, or at least more Spartan-like people. No, they're not bringing that plot up at all. Clearly, the problem is the the oh the the, the cutscene that we saw of the of the commercial that we saw. Like, what can you do when you can't control your world's? When your best killing machine, they weren't talking about Soren. They even have a protocol, the Soren protocol, because Soren already went AWOL before in this in this timeline. They're talking about Chief going AWOL because apparently they have extra mind wipe shit in the sense of 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm at 23 minutes right now for this episode. They go out there. That this is where I made my big rant about they they the writers do not understand the family dynamic between Spartans. If something's bothering Chief or any of the other Spartans, they know. Fuck the chain of command. The chain of command is stick to fucking gather, and don't do that. And the best thing to do is don't bring the damn civilian with you when you're transporting. A fucking covenant, what they call covenant, a foreigner AI or AI or not AI, but it's not an AI. It's just some damn foreigner artifact that happens to react. He's fucking idiots. He says, Chief says, says, says to him, "Oh, it's an order. I don't. I want you to go with the other two and go to and go there. How do they get to reach?" Before Chief does. Mandragal. Unless it's a moon. Neither the condor. Wait no. I think the condor does. But the phantom doesn't have a slip space drive. And. The. Also the phantom. The phantom doesn't have a slip space drive. And can only make it so far. And th this is the point of the Halo campaign, the sense of humans versus Covenant, and the sense the U uh, the uh, the insurrectionist people in the UNSC versus human versus humans battle don't understand the actual implications in the sense of hey. Fight together against the Covenant and we'll fight, deal with our issue later. The writers don't understand this. They've clearly never read a single Halo book or never allow, were allowed to read a single Halo book or, or any of the extra lore that would have helped them fucking write the correct episodes in general for this entire story. Just based on the first episode alone and the first 24, episode, 24 minutes of the first episode. Chief is going to... you like Chief looking at the girl, the main, quote, main girl of this episode, on the floor. Oh, okay, I'm going to bring her along with me with the fucking alien artifact that I'm already dazed at. And I don't have backup. And I just submitted my report, which, no, he would not have that fucking report. They would not have that fucking information at this period of time in the sense of communication. It would have been a little bit slower. Fucking hell. Oh, fucking hell. They would have not bothered Master Chief, they would have never gotten involved with Master Chief in any of this. Also, in the same process, a Spartan, another Spartan would definitely accompany Chief no matter fucking what the other order was. Because they are family and they clearly can hear, know that the girls fucking passed out through their sensors. Also, Chief would not fucking take his helmet off in the first fucking episode. But he does! He does! For no reason! No reason at all! 
other than to, oh, I am an emotional person. I'm, I am unstable emotionally right now because of an alien artifact that I touch and I'm having memory flashbacks and not knowing why the fuck I'm doing. And I actually want to have <clears throat> a, quote, conversation in the sense of why the fuck am I feeling like this? Take his helmet off and shows her, oh, all that stuff. Oh, and the UNSC people apparently can tell immediately when he fucking takes his helmet off? Oh, yeah, they're closer to reach now. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Um, they, they honestly, yeah, I can see that, I can see that part, but, um, before all that, um, with a Demi-Eye kind of situation, and they do all this stuff, uh, why did they immediately try to do that? What they try to tell Master Chief or get in contact with him in the sense of like, hey, let's talk this out. What the fuck are you doing? No, 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 no. That's not how this, uh, the writers of this TV show work because they're idiots. They don't know how actual protocol works in the sense of shit. They don't understand the halo politics, apparently. They only understand bullshit. Just what they do is bullshit. Okay, let's continue the episode. Let's continue the episode. We're going to skip a little bit, too, at the same time. Okay. He sees the girl, blah, blah, blah. Then it transfers to Reach with his, uh, goes to Reach, uh, which is, I don't know how long, how long away. You see Dr. Cause, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Hall saying you get, uh, Parangoski in the same thing, and you see Halsey talking about seeing John's uh, head up display and stuff like that. She should not have that access at this point in time in the sense of this story of this thing. Yes. Yes, Chief should probably would have put his sit rap in and 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 stuff. Again, he would have another Spartan with him. John, the character in general, in general terms of just the basic character and all the Halo lore, yes, I'm going through that. But if I want to be objective and just go by straight off by just the TV show itself, but but. Not thinking about any other context. <sighs> Chief would have should have not bothered bringing the civilian on board with an alien artifact, and would have definitely told one of his buddies to accompany him because he's not thinking clearly. Objectively, that's what a military person would have done. Objectively. Another point of observation. Parangossi tells Halsey here in a couple of minutes that, oh, your funding's about to get cut if... Okay, the acting for... The actor for Dr. Halsey, not that great of an actor in the sense of facial expressions, in the sense of what the hell... 
it's just her, it's just a zooming up on her face and back to her fingers on the keyboard, back to her face. That's bad camera work right there. Just bad camera work in general. Do a full wide shot completely. Stop zooming. You don't need to zoom in. You don't need to punch in. We just saw this scene. Just zoom out for the full fucking display and show her facial restrictions in the sense give, give, her, give her better direction as an actor of what the fuck she's supposed to be looking at and also what exactly is she supposed to be feeling in the moment right now. Don't give her exact line directions, mm-hmm. but to give her an approximation of like a excitement in the sense of reaction of the artifact of oh my gosh, this is something different I've never seen before the Covenant wants and we don't know what it is. Give her that kind of reaction on her face. But also give her a stoic like, okay, now why would that react to, to John and not the, why couldn't the aliens get it out to start with whenever they were trying to get it? Give it that kind of thought on her face. Not the face reaction that, that you get in the TV show, which is just her looking excited. And then right now it's her excited looking at the, perfect. And then you, it's immediate cutaway to, uh, to Paragoski walking the fucking hallway. And they gave the uniform for Paragoski a bad look. Just bad. The costume, not good. Not good. They could have gave her better pants legs. She is Shankoni, the highest ranking officer in all of the entire planet of Reach and all the military assets of the entire fucking universe of Halo. The only person that equals her rank is Hood. Is Admiral Cole Hood. Not Cole, but Admiral Admiral Hood. It's the only other person that exceeds with her rank. The only other person. She should not be going down there all the time by herself to look at stuff, stuff from her perspective. Because she's Oni. She's the main head of the organization, blah, 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 blah. Also, her uniform should be a lot more comfortable than it looks right now. And it should be a little bit more cleaner in the sense of layout. It doesn't look just from the first glance you see, which is her backside, of just, okay, nice, neat hair bond. Good idea. Eh, shoulders look go, look pretty good. Stuff like that. Okay. Then it goes a punch out of her front side. Immediate look, it looks like she's wearing a dress. Then when you see her walking a little bit more, it's more of a pants, it's more of a pants leg suit kind of deal in the sense that that it, it's her all both legs are really fluffy in the sense of flowing wind when she walks, but whenever she's standing together, it looks like a it's like a single straight dress. Bad choice. Military choice for military choice, bad choice. Bad, 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 bad. Because majority of all military assets, I don't know about actual military assets in the right now in today's world, but and just looking at some of the designs that I remember and stuff like that, of just glancery looks and stuff, they wouldn't have that kind of uniform on base on duty. They would have functioning pants 
that will allow a person to have full mobility. That may have some full mobility, but not by much. And she doesn't look, and she doesn't give off the proud stance of of the stuff for that. Also, she doesn't look, her stance in just that manner, in the sense of the walking period and the sanitizing thing and all that stuff, that she doesn't stand full and stuff. The, she could have a more prouder stance in the sense of everything like that. Yes, Dr. Halsey would have all this other stuff in the sense of swiping things away, but she would actually show Paragoski what she found because she actually has some faith in Paragoski in the sense of almost like an extra mother figure almost. Also, the way the entrance looks, the way just just the set design for the entrance. They clearly had to cheap the budgets because all the budgets went to the elites and the Spartans. That's where everything went. Literally for the entire show, the entire fucking budget went straight to the costumes. And only those costumes. Everybody else's costumes are either rain jackets, pants, uniform stuff that they could, that they could bring to set that fit eh, okay enough military aspects and stuff. And... No budget at all. It's very clear. <clears throat> Parangossi mentions the security committee. There's no such thing as a security committee. She is the security committee. In the sense of the actual Halo universe, I understand that they're going off canon. They're going way off canon with this show. But again, Thinking about it non canonically without the Halo knowledge or that I know now, just hearing that right there, that excuse right there, what they're talking about, and the way she's mentioning this stuff, not good. Just, in general, not good phrasing for what is supposed to be happening right now. This, I'm letting my bias go into it. But in general, this show should not be arc like this. And in the background, you can also see some mock-ups of Spartan armor in the background of Dr. Halsley and stuff. Just circling, security funding's gonna cut your stuff like that. And then and then Dr. Halsey's face still is betraying her emotions in the sense that. She's not stoic enough in the sense of friendship slash business with Parangoski in this scene. I understand that I should that's that's bias point right there, but just the face and face acting in general right now does not look the great when it comes to this because it's nothing but close up shots. When it comes to this, it's not that great. The, the camera angles are just bad in general. This, the camera angles are just too close. 
mainly because they are clearly trying to hide the budget of what the hell's going on. Clearly, this show, even though it was made with a giant budget, had no backing whatsoever other than the girl, uh, Kiki, who's the main head person for this thing. All budget went straight to the Spartans and the Elites. The Elite, they look a little broody in the sense that they look a little too bulky. I understand why I can get past it, mainly because there has to be a human actor slash puppeteer inside the Elite suit for the thing. I understand this. But... uh, uh, don't like it in the sense that they could have easily trimmed down some of that bo- the body mass just a tad, which would have probably cut cost just a little bit. But no, they didn't want to do that. They wanted to make it as cheap as possible and as fast as possible. And even though it took about three years or yeah, about three or four years to make this show that was that's only going to be maybe 12 episodes, if not just six or eight. Yeah, no idea. First episode's an hour long. Could have easily cut it at 25, could have easily cut it at 24 minutes and cut. There's your first episode. Next episode, this one right here, which is uh, the human part of this section. Nothing like we've ever seen. All he says to Panagoski is is going to show her the artifact. Panagoski does not care or give a shit whatsoever. She just walks in front of Halsey, not even at the desk to see what the object is. She wants the main problem to be about the Spartans in the sense that in the sense of like a regular bureaucrat in the sense of I don't care. They're not showing results in the sense of saving humanity at all and stuff like that. And then she mentions, okay. For a person who doesn't know who Miranda Keys is, Miranda Keys is Dr. Halsey's daughter. That's some main Halo knowledge. And Captain Keys, main Halo knowledge. The base characters for those. Miranda was never a scientist. Never wanted to be a scientist. Because of how arrogant and disoffice that her that her mother was towards her. But loving but how loving her father was, she became a captain of her own ship. And stuff like that. In this show, because I'm doing off a of Halo knowledge Halo knowledge right now. 
they decided to kill any correct knowledge of an actual story that could skirt the line between in and out of the Halo universe in the sense of off-canon and just make it purely off-drama. Because I already have Halo knowledge before of who these characters meet and stuff like that. The dumb writers decided to make it immediate drama for just the human side, not the Spartan side, and the actual war battles and stuff, which already is already going to be drama enough in the sense of the actual plot of the actual Halo universe. They don't want to follow the actual drama plot that's actually supposed to happen or is going to happen. No, they want to make artificial drama that should never be there at all. Should never, ever, ever, ever be there. Because... Because Kaparangasi, if you don't know who... If you don't know who Manandikis is, Parangoski is the only there to tell Catherine that I've asked Miranda to talk, reach out to the girl who's not supposed to be on the ship with Master Chief to reach out to her to see if she can bring up some pointless media conflict to see if they can get an extra treaty going so they can keep the fuel coming from the Madrigal planet, just so they can keep filling the ships up. That's the main problem. But the Madrigal object comes straight to my lap, but is what Catherine just said on the first endless uh, arrival. Because the actual... Again. Okay. The dumb writers just wanted to make artificial drama. If you're not in any Halo lore at all, she just... Perengossi just told Catherine, I'm going to have Miranda talk to the girl that's not supposed to be Master Chief's ship to see if she can calm her down or get her to cooperate with us. Also, you find out that Miranda is also a scientist who's supposed to be in the alien tech division. And Catherine just said, I want the uh, artifact John just, uh, one, one, that 117 just recovered to brought straight to me. Above board metadata, Miranda's never must be a fucking scientist. You can clearly see that the writers don't understand correct drama because they only want artificial drama, which is immediately making Doctor making Catherine Halsey immediately a blocker for her daughter, who's now a scientist, who's also in the alien tar- alien tech division, which is never her fucking division to begin with, in the sense of she was never a fucking scientist. And the only reason Miranda is a scientist, it's clearly in this first episode, clearly, clearly, just based off of this one re- little re- reaction, uh, <sighs> clearly means that the writers don't understand correct plot progression and story because they literally just create a drama moment right here and there by telling 
But having Perengloskin telling Catherine, I'm going to have your daughter talk to a girl who's not supposed to be on a ship with an alien artifact with our most, uh, most powerful weapon, Spartan, with no backup, and I'm going to have your daughter talk to her and see if she's cooperative enough. And, oh, and you're saying you want the alien artifact? Oh, but your daughter's an alien tech division. Why, why can't you just give it to her? And he says, she says, John found it, it belongs here. And she's like, fine, I'll do that and stuff like that. But then, she can't, then Perengossi walks past the window and sees something some frost on the windshield and sees I told you that was a non-starter in the sense that uh, she sees something that she that Halsey clearly didn't understand how to fucking hide shit correctly because if she really wanted to continue this project she could have easily done this correctly But, as the audience member who doesn't know Halo, you don't know what she's talking about. She just says, I told you it's a non-starter and sees a frost on a windshield. And, and, and Halsey says, I've paused, I paused the development. And she, and Paradox is like, no, I know you had paused it. You just didn't have my back without telling me. Just be thankful, but I'm telling you this much. But please stop doing this illegally and just get rid of that. We don't know what that is. Says Claire. Claire. Says the doctor. Paragossi leaves. Says, I gave you a long leash. Don't hang me with it. Halsey leans on her counter. Then gets up. Goes to the door. Bad camera angle. Door slides open. Clearly. And then the door closes. We see a pod of some kind. And then Halsey walks up to it. Touches it. And then it pans over. And we see a human body. Clearly a fresh clone human body. And... And you're, and the audience members are like, "What? What's going on? Why is this human body there? Why did she Paragossi tell her to get rid of this thing? In the sense of a human body, what's going on?" Okay, for the Halo fans that know what the fuck's going on, and know that the writers have just made more drama than that, that's not supposed to deal with and not supposed to happen at all. <sighs> okay. And the Halo universe, for technology-wise, scientists in general can clone your own organs in a quote called flash cloning. It's just the organ parts or that needs to be transferred in the sense of functioning ones that would work. In the sense of, hey, I need a lung transplant as soon as possible. We will clone part. We will clone your loan in advance for the for the procedure. That's a clean lung, and we will put it in your body and stuff like that. Or like the same thing with the heart, a liver, 
stomach, gall, gallbladder, blah, blah, blah. That's the Halo universe. Also, they can do that to the brain. In the sense of put it, they're in jars kind of deal. These body parts and stuff are in jars and organs and stuff. This is mainly for organ stuff. Legally, it's only for organ stuff. But what happens, when, and also in the Halo lore, to make Cortana, Dr. Halsley had cloned herself five times in the sense of brain matter. But we don't really know too much about that in the sense of exactly what's happening or how she did it and all that stuff. But we know that in the normal Halo universe, throughout normal uh, uh, all these other medias, a deceased person still has a, quote, functioning brain after a certain period of time. And if the brain is donated for AI research stuff, the brain gets uh, digitized into an AI and, and the person itself becomes immortal without knowing who the original person is. That's a smart AI. In the process, it kills the brain. So, cloned brains can also be used. The pieces of shit in the writer's room clearly don't understand correctly what's supposed to happen. So, they made up a plot that Dr. Halsey made a full human, which you probably did in the books. It's just not shit. But, to an audience member who doesn't know anything about what the hell is going on, just sees a human in a pod, and Dr. Halsey isn't maybe going to kill it. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. You catch my drift where this is going? The writers made them pointless, another pointless subplot, for drama purposes only. Let's continue. Skipping ahead. Skipping ahead. Okay, we're at High Charity with the Prophet of Mercy going to see the other contradiction for this entire fucking series. A human on High Charity that speaks the covenant language. The Prophet uh, saint Shayum. Eh, it looks pretty good. In the sense of like how the, how live action wise portrayed. The cutscene in the background looks good. Stuff like that. The CGI slash puppet work on the on the profit looks good too. That's nice. This is a nice exchange, nice series and stuff. And all of a sudden, you see her have a book in her hands. She turns around. You see a turn, and you see this. Brings it back to life. And you see, as you, as you can see, blah, blah, blah. She has a book in her hand. She doesn't realize what she has a book in her hand with. And then the Prophet says, Mind you want to leave that behind. Talking about the book. And no, it says, oh, I know about you want to study the human story so you can study your enemies. Well, maybe you can 
read some of that to me too, so my I understand my enemies better too. So she puts the book back away in a shelf kind of deal and back into her room. Like a true sly prophet. Cut to... That entire scene could have been cut out. It was just subplot for the humans, for the covenant. Yes, the Halo universe usually skips around like that sometimes. Eh, but they didn't need to do that. They could have easily cut that out and moved it. Moved that specific scene. That specific scene could have been cut to the very end. And I mean very end of this episode. Like an extra credit scene or something. Or the very beginning. No, 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 not the beginning. But like, like after the 24 minutes, after the first 24 minutes, cut that scene there. Then cut to uh, Dr. Halsey giving that speech and stuff. Then cut to the condor. Cut to the next scene that's going to happen. Which is the con girl who's not supposed to be on that damn ship. Waking up, wondering what the hell is going on. Beats on the stuff. Can't get out of the door because the door's locked. She's just in this little room area. She's frightened. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. She's finally semi-come to consciousness. And all stuff. She sees Master Chief uh, sitting down, doing nothing. Just longingly looking at this artifact, wondering what the hell he was seeing from the artifact. He should be having another buddy with him, but no, the damn writers just want drama and clearly don't understand Pollock and normal stuff. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the banging, the, the Kong girl, the Kong uh, Han, stops banging on the glass. Trying to get Chief's attention because a hologram appears behind her saying, How are you fit? This is where we get our first look at the hologram system in Halo. For the initiative, yes, holograms exist in this universe. Yes, they're actually very good. And stuff like that. I like how this hologram stuff looks, it looks pretty nice. Little stiff, but overall good. Hairstyle for Miranda, eh, it's it's her choice. Eh. Take it or leave. She actually is sporting a correct military outform, fitted in the sense that it's actual fucking pants, legs, and and bars and all this other stuff. If she's supposed to be in the alien tech division, she should be at least wearing some kind of like extra coat or something to help purvey that she is a scientist kind of deal if they're trying to go down that route. They clearly did not do that because they clearly want nothing but damn drama because the writers are idiots when it comes to actual writing when it comes to this shit. At least for the Halo universe. 
She says, I don't want to be one of your... I'm not a politician. I'm sorry for your loss. But your differences. Eunice, he respects the way that your your father uh, was treated and shut up for himself and the people of Madrigal. And he says, she says, I'm not a politician. I'm a spinner. Blah, 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 attack the outpost. Blah, 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 blah. First place of the covenant. And you see... And you see Perangoski, the bunch of other people, seeing how this stuff is going to play out, and and that that, that she's that the that she that uh, that they clearly in this show they went low budget whenever it came to the hologram room because hologram because being a hologram talks to a long distance blah 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 is in another. Room for a blackout room for cameras for holograms. Really low budget. Clearly bad writing. And bad camera angles just to hide the bad budget. Bad camera work. Just bad camera work altogether. And this is just bad dialogue because right here she just... Clearly, this is a naive girl scientist. Of clearly, Miranda is a naive girl scientist who's also about to about to say something political and stuff that makes no sense at all. And Con Conhan knows it, and is about to say something very horrific in the sense of what what is actually going to be said and stuff. Because clearly Miranda was fed stuff by her father, Captain Keith, and Perigoski and other people. Because clearly she did, she's a little naive about this situation. Thinking that this situation would work. And since talking to a girl who's not even supposed to be on that fucking shit. Period. In a sentence. Come up with a better storyline. Dumbasses. Conhan was supposed to be the direct co the the common denominator in the sense of, hey, the, sh the the your the aliens came from that direction. Master Chief asks her which direction did the aliens come from, talking to his team, but he's looking off and his team immediately starts looking to coordinate directions and stuff or whatever or already knows, but then. Khan's like grieving and stuff. They count as and it wants to get revenge or something, kind of anger, sadness, and, go, and starts about to punch a chief or something, or about to go to Kyer, Cryer or something to look if any of her friends actually did survive from the first attack blast or something, and then get knocked out. And Chief was just was a lever there. That's what that scene was supposed to be. That's what she's supposed to be is. That's where she was supposed to be. She was supposed to stay there on that planet. Nothing's supposed to happen to her. The dumb writers just want drama. That's all they fucking want. So they want to make a conflict for Chief have moral decision of to kill this girl or not to kill this girl because these writers are idiots.
nice stand-up thing in the sense of killing hundreds of people. It's like, I'll just lie and say the Spartans killed everybody instead. Because I know what the I know what the insurrectionists want to hear. And they would believe that on my words on that more than they would the you guys on the USC because we know how you cut your videos and stuff for propaganda. Okay, now we have a cut to another a new scene with a random scientist A that I have no knowledge about right off the top of my hand, offhand. And then we see it's a schematic of Master Chief, and then we see a schematic first layer go away from you see the innards, the innards of Master Chief's skin, the body in the sense of nothing but blood vessels and patterns of energy and the mind and overlay, and that's it. And then we see spikes and stuff of his body temperature and brain activity that the that in the sense of not understanding what's going on is like this. And then she, and then and then Dr. Halsey says some big words and the audience doesn't know what the fuck that, that meant by the big words. But clearly Dr. Halsey was supposed to know what those words meant. But as an audience, we don't know what those big words mean or what that correlates to. All we understand is like, oh, she's saying big words to sound like a scientist. She would explain what that situation meant to the other scientist because Dr. Austin also wants to know as a, to let other people know as a character because she likes to talk out loud sometimes. And then she, then she connects to John on the condor. John says, I saw things and says, I think I saw a family, a white dog, and something else. And then Dr. Halsley immediately freezes, and the other scientists listening to the conversation also freeze to like when he says family. And he says, that's what it fit, felt to me. And the, and the scientists are like, oh, fuck, his brainwashing is coming undone and he's having second thoughts of what the fuck's going on. That's immediately what that looks like. John immediately goes to a sit rep thingy to put biometrics and stuff on so he can see for himself what the fuck's going on with his mind, which he should have done to fucking start when he got in the damn ship. And he should have had a partner in there with him. No, he's an idiot. The damn writers are idiots. They just want fucking drama. Then, cut the next scene. Captain Keys is bringing two drinks through a morgue of dead bodies of elites that are doing nothing but being sliced up and stuff. And she says, I tried, Dad. I tried all this and then selling Dr. Halsey Spartans to a rebel of all people. Is pretty bad, and she then she says it's totally unfair. And, and uh, it's him trying to defend Halsey a little bit because it's her, it's it's his daughter's mother and his previous fling and stuff like that. But clearly, the idiots. 
Clearly, the idiot writers are doing having another scene, nothing but for drama. Nothing but for drama. Because that's all they care about. They just want cheap drama. Makes no sense. At so all. Whatsoever. <sighs> These idiots. Anyway. Biggest point for the rest of this stuff is that they also um, they skip and all of a sudden Keys tells that his, tell, so the daughter that the girl since she's uncooperative she's going to get article 27 which basically says she's she, basically the records are going to scrub her from the records saying that she never even survived to she never survived the planet the little attack on the planet at all, and that she's going to be assassinated. And then she slightly jokes and says, "Oh, he that he likes bolt nuts and bolts and microchips and stuff, because that's the propaganda that the enemies are saying that they're nothing but robots." And no laugh, no bad bad joke in general. And then, then Con Hall says. In a scene that was not supposed to happen at all, but nothing but exposition in the sense the writers don't know how to write correctly, saying, "Oh, no generation bomb threat, blah blah blah, no flashbacks whatsoever because it's more expensive that way." Also, that oh, Master Chief killed her mother, and she can't get it, and she can't even get to think about her mother because his propaganda face armor is always blasting over the UNSC waves and it's a constant reminder that he killed her mother because she was there whenever he, and she saw it. Then Master Chief is having second thoughts, starts disabling all the camera work and stuff like that. Dr. Olsen gets taught, brought in the situation room Baron Goss is in the Situation Room. He's in the Situation Room with a bunch of other random people. They said, what's John doing? John's turning off the cameras so he can figure out what the fuck's going to happen with this girl to see how she can either he can either kill her, hide her, or put her to semi-sleep kind of deal, blah, blah, blah. That's what he's thinking. No, they don't bother to fucking ask what's going on. They just see him doing that and immediately assume he's going AWOL because they're idiots. They don't want to fucking talk with... And stuff like that because they don't understand anything. Especially the fucking writers who don't understand anything about actual protocol. In the sense they would be fucking. And this, anything like that. And then it's like okay. He's about to take care of the ship. Because after we're about to knock him out. Along with the killing the girl. Um, okay, he finally wakes up, he gets a flash of it and drilling him, because the, the armor does, he tries to save him, blah, 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 I'm moving because I'm running out of time on this section, uh, then it goes into, uh, Master Chief takes off his helmet for no damn reason, trying to com get compassion with the girl, and, and doesn't explain correctly what to, sh to hit or remove, just says, it's over there, it's on that panel, just do that. Not saying, here. here's the panel. This is what you hit. Try to dislodge that as I pull this. No, he doesn't do anything. She just fucking shoots the panel anyway. Gets, they get control of the ship as it's landing. Then the ship gets fucking impeded. And 
Catherine says, okay, if it looks like there's a threat going towards Chief. Okay. Sorry, I forgot where I left off on the other one because sorry I ran out of time. It's only an hour implements for my recordings. Sorry. Anyway, I'm going to back up a little bit because I have a little bit more time now because I'm on the second recording. Um, uh, Chief and Kanha are in the ship. Kanha should have never been in that ship. I'm going to constantly say that because the writers are dumb. They want nothing but drama for drama no reason. Well, the ship goes out of power because it out of power because it just got impeded even after he disabled the AI. All of a sudden, the, the foreigner artifact comes out of the case, uh, from flying out of the case, and all of a sudden it starts hovering above the sh of the floor of the ship. Chief looks at it with his helmet off because he's an idiot. He's supposed to put his helmet back on in the situation so he can help control the fucking armor. Oh my fucking god! He's not even supposed to be able to take his helmet off without help. Because it's supposed to be bolted in his fucking armor so it can help him control the shit without breaking him his own... Oh, fucking idiots! Then, you see a giant fucking battalion surrounding the ship and they're about to do a breach wall on the ship. Instead of, hey, maybe try to just open the fucking door? Then Chief touches Artifact. Artifact glows, gives him more memories, and everybody else can see inside the ship for some stupid reason. And Chief, more flashbacks. It makes no sense. In the sense, seeing him... Seeing a boy draw the artifact and stuff like that when he's not supposed to be, which is meaning, meaning he, apparently Master Chief has a geisha. Uh, that's Halo lore stuff that uh, writers don't understand and just made that for drama. All of a sudden, the ship comes back to life, and all of a sudden, a giant fucking EMP comes across the entire fucking compound. Chief and the girl. Go away without the three Spartans getting in the ship because the Spartans could easily open the door. Could have easily opened the door saying, Hey, Chief, open up. Let us in and let's talk this out. Which would have been a lot more simpler. No. The dumbasses of a writer, the dumbasses in the writer's room don't understand actual communication skills. They don't understand actual protocols in general when it comes to Halo families. I mean, actual families of people being trained and buddied together and stuff. They don't understand that because they're idiots. They don't want to understand it. They just want pointless drama. Fucking idiots. Oh, and then they go off into space and that's it. That's literally the entire scene. Then it goes into then it goes into uh, credits and music playing and that's it. It's literally the entire episode. I just need four more extra minutes. Walking ah, pieces of shit in the writers' room don't understand shit about Halo. Of course they don't. Of course they don't. 
Maybe if they were tasked to do correct research in the sense of, hey, why don't you read all the fucking Halo books to start with, dumbasses? And say, hey, if you want to work with Master Chief and your own Spartans, read this book, read these certain books first. This is exactly how the Chief and his Spartans are supposed to communicate. They have their own fucking sign language and bi language and stuff like that they can t immediately tell just by a head nod, glance, or body slump in the smallest detail of body language in general, they can tell immediately when something is off with another Spartan. They can immediately tell. Immediately tell. No. These idiot writers never got the chance to write any of that stuff or show any of that dynamic. Because they're because the, the production team were assholes or idiots or not understanding exactly what the fuck the actual dynamics between Spartans are actually like. Also, they made pointless drama where there should have been no pointless drama. In the sense that Matt Miranda was never supposed to be in these scenes whatsoever. If they wanted drama from Miranda's stuff, yes, that would have been fine. Get her to talk to the girl on Mandrigal. No. The girl should have never been on that ship to start with. That was a that should have been cut from from scene after twenty four after the first twenty four minutes. She should have never been in another scene in this entire episode ever. Next episode, that's when she's supposed to be on the next scene, because that's whenever she goes into the foreigner structure after waking up, wandering around, and accidentally activates something. Not knowing what she activates, that's when they, uh, that's whenever people need to come, that's whenever either the Covenant people or the UNSC people come back into the same area, that's whenever, uh, that main character, Khan Ha, can make another appearance in this next episode, and the next episode for that situation. No, the fucking idiots, the fucking idiots inside of the writer's room. Never got the chance to write that kind of storyline because the idiots in the Halo production team are stretched out so fucking thin and because Microsoft is such a dumbass when it comes to legal shit, they don't understand shit about actual story progression. Also, if they wanted an actual story production or anything like that, they could have used any of the fucking fan shit in a sense of piggybacking of on any of those stories. On any of them. Any of them. There are so many different fan-made Halo random shit that, that has happened over the years. They could have easily taken any of those kind of plot lines and stories with just Marines being the fighting force. Or they could have easily done a drama with the Marines. That's even easier. No, they don't want to do that. They just want to make Master Chief have a drama situation because Master Chief's a big pool. Okay, we can do that. Don't ever put Master Chief along with a normal human without another Spartan in the area. You assholes, you idiots. Unless he's doing a debriefing for the board or... He's with Dr. Halsey or Mendez or other scientists around the area 
No, they should not be alone unless he's supposed to be alone in like a bunker area trying to think by himself what the fuck's going on in the world. And even then, one of the Spartans that's his buddies should immediately pick up on that and immediately try to talk to him. No, no, the writers are idiots. They don't want to ever think of normal situations that would happen. The costume designing. Oh, come on. I already talked about that. Get it more military aesthetic correctly, please. Also, <coughs> Captain Keys is a naval guy. He's not an army guy. He's supposed to be more of a white uniform. A more white green uniform. Yes, the white suit is the dress code, dress uniform, but is more of a more lighter green for the actual captains of naval ships in the UNSC. That's what's supposed to be on them. And in a more bluish attire for the scientist versions of the military stuff. Fucking writers. This is not CNN. This is not for CNN. This is not for CW. This is never supposed to be that. This was supposed to be on Showtime. I don't watch a lot of Showtime stuff. If Showtime has a lot of drama, that is your problem. Kill your drama. Never have drama. If you want drama, you can have drama. Just don't do it directly to Master Chief unless it's with Spartans, acting with Spartans and Dr. Hosley and Dr. Key and, Ma and Captain Keys and Brent and 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 uh and um uh, uh Sergeant Johnson uh or uh General uh Mendez or Perangoski or the security board. Have that drama. Don't ever have it with the civilian in the same situation that it should never have been happening. You idiot writers. You writers are idiots. Fucking idiots. I don't care if your big bosses do this or give you notes to do that. They're even more idiots than you are for coming up with that situation. Fucking idiots. The director. Who the fuck is the director for this shit? Your camera work was bullshit. I understand you're trying to hide the mistakes of the budget, but your camera work was bullshit. It was just atrocious. Pan out more. If you want to zoom in, zoom in a teeny bit in the sense of like a tiny punch in with the dramatic music. Have full pan outs or have full scenes in the sense of everybody reacting. This is supposed to be more like a play in the sense that the, the camera is the audience. Have it like that. That's what's supposed to happen. When it's, you can have your extra crazy camera angles and stuff when it comes to the fight scenes and stuff. When it comes to just normal walk-ins and stuff, have it like a play, like a theater play. Have it that way. That's the way it's supposed to be portrayed. Not this bullshit when it comes extra zoom-ins. Extra zoom-in on the hands, typing the feet. No. No. Don't do that. If you're going to see her typing, zoom out, dumbasses. Zoom out so you can see what she's doing. Show her. Don't have noises to tell. 
I listened, I watched almost the entire thing on mute. And I was like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that camera angle? You dumbasses. Oh, I know this is all hindsight and all this other stuff, but what the fuck? I'm going to continue watching this shit just because I want to support the production team so maybe they can get their asses together to do it correctly. And it's already been announced that they're going to do a second season. But if the backlash is this bad, oh my, if this, if this bad for, for the rest of the episodes, oh my gosh, I hope they do better in the second season. Fuck! This is a rough first episode. And they only two of these to the to the major cities, just so, just so the majority of the public doesn't understand how bad these episodes are. Oh my fucking gosh! Ugh, they should release the first two episodes like there was a, and like they did for the critics. Fucking hell! Unless that's what they did, and and the and their actual first episode, and an actual episode is only thirty minutes. That means. We've got two episodes for the first episode. It's an hour long. What the fuck? Oh my fucking gosh. Ugh. Damn in hell. Fucking hell. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Ugh. Damn no. 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 Ugh. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Why? Why? Ugh. <sighs> well, that's the rest of my Halo rant. For now, anyway. <sighs> Discussion slash rant thingy for part three. Or rant three, not Halo part. Um... Uh, the genius prince trying to sell his kingdom. Um. Trying to get to there. Okay. It's called Genius Prince Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Is the name of the series. It's actually a pretty nice series. The art style is fun and everything else. He just got duped, and he's about to go to war again. I'm not mad about that one. It's just, I'm like, oh, this is actually a lot more refreshing than the last two things I just ranted about. It's a lot more calming, and it was a lot better to listen to that in between the two that I just watched that was raging. I watched Taylor first, then I watched this, and then I watched the other one that was even more raging that I, uh, you guys already heard. Yeah. <sighs> that was a nice little teeny two minute rant about that. That was just that was just nice. That was just nice. That's nice. That's nice. <sighs> I need to go uh land of the uh land of uh Lydia. I won't call it lustrous because it sounds better, but it's not lustrous, it's Lydia or whatever. Twelve episodes came out. Whole thing, very good. I think it's going to end at 12. And, um... Huh? Season... So... They labeled these wrong. 
Sorry, the website idiots uh, mislabeled something and said it's season two. Uh, when it says just there's there's never been a season two unless it got announced season two. They labeled it wrong. Uh, idiots. Anyway, I want to go back and catch up on One Piece. I'm like 15 or 16 episodes behind. I also want to go back and uh, watch the rest of or catch up the rest of the episode of Sabinka Bisco, which is about rust and mushrooms and and a and a guy that looks not like uh um not Nar, what's his name? Uh, crap, what's his name? Uh, he's um, it's the dragon boy from Fairy Tale. It's not Naruto. Nasuka. Uh, not Asuka, uh, Natsu, Natsu. Basically, a uh, character looks like Natsu, even with the hair and stuff and the attitude and stuff. It's him, a, a panda do a guy, a doctor with a birthmark over his eye that makes him look sort of like a panda, a si and his sister, and uh, and this one guy. And mushrooms are technically outlawed, but mushrooms are the are the healing medicine that's going to help with the rust. That happened around the world, at least in that major area of Japan and stuff. Yeah, idiots. <clears throat> and that's just the first episode. There's 11 episodes out right now. I might just go and go uh, watch all the dub stuff, the American dub stuff for that. It seems nice. Um, I watched all of the irregular, the irregular at my high school movie episode. Um, which is basically exactly the situation that is mentioned before about in the first episode, first season, and a little bit of the second season of how uh, the sh the sister became attached to the brother in the sense of being protective of him and stuff like that, and how her their mother died and stuff like that and stuff. Yeah, it. It's a good one. Um, and if you want to watch in chronological order and you've never seen this the, the series for the Irregular Magic High School Guy uh, series, watch this episode first. Then go watch the um, the in-between episodes along with the main episode of the first season along with uh, the sister's main perspective from that. You gotta watch those two things in tandem, in the sense of like, watch your episode first, then watch the first episode, first main episode, then watch her second, and then blah blah blah, like back and forth, back and forth. Do that at, all the way through, even to the second season of the main stuff. Then you have the full story. The whole story is actually pretty good for that. Um, let's see what else. Um, the other thing that's been going on, let's see, where's that other thing? It's here somewhere. Uh, I've been slightly meaning to get back, get into Golden Economy, Economy or whatever. It looks very good. I uh, don't really know yet. Sky Wars Academy. I've already seen all 12 episodes dubbed. 
And it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's an it's an edgy sh- uh, power fantasy sh- show. It's hit and miss, but it's pretty good. Um, Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, very cute, wholesome stuff. Um, tells this. Uh, don't really think about it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, first seat, all first season for that. Uh, that's nice. That's nice. Um. Okay. Life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout. This is a very good comedy series. I only I stopped watching after like maybe the first three episodes, maybe. Let's see. Yeah, I stopped watching after the first three, the first after the third episode, mainly because we got introduced to the Alfin girl, and she, the Elf girl put me out of, out of the episode, in the sense that this is clearly a Yaoi in the sense it's guy on guy, loving each other. It's a clear that, but the the one of the main guys. Who with the shaggy hair, uh, gets more drunk than the serious looking dude, and says, "I want to become a girl, a cute little girl, kind of complexion with blonde hair." Blah blah blah. He literally describes his 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 fetish, his fetish that he wants, and his best friend is like, "Stop talking gibberish." I like you the way you are. Clearly, he he's gay and he doesn't want to admit it. He's clearly gay and doesn't want to admit it. And his friend is wants girls, but all the girls keep flocking to the gay guy who doesn't want to admit that he's gay. Then this this naked sexy goddess turns the the shaggy haired dude with um into a girl and then they get transplanted the girl and then the and then the and then the handsome sharp looking dude just bad mouths the goddess so badly and not even let the goddess explain what the fuck's going on she curses them both in the sense they're going to fall madly in love with each other all the way through and they got both got to kill the demon king without any explanation of what the fuck this world is or how the world works at all because she couldn't get an edge word in and she, 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 she couldn't get a word in because the idiots just kept bad-mouthing her and didn't let her finish what she was trying to say. And then, adventure goes on. I watched a clip recently, not even about those two main characters, just about side characters. I'm like, oh, okay, do your thing. Uh, oh, these farmers are raging because for some stupid reason they're a fan club and they want to rage against the government because of something happening. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the general girl's like, do what you do best. Knock them out or whatever. She's like, oh, this is my best moment. And then he's like, he takes out his sword. He swings. Instead of killing everybody... He just vaporizes all of their tools, all of their weapons, all of their clothing. And there's just a bunch of 
just a crowd of dudes, butt naked, standing there, dumbfounded. Like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, we're du- we're naked. We're not gonna reach for our balls to protect ourselves. And like, ah, they're just like, fuck, we're naked. What the fuck happened? And walk away. That's literally the cutscene that I saw. I'm like, what? What the fuck is this? I'm like. Oh, it's that Eminem anime. I might want to see what happened. Why that fucking happened. Okay. I'm probably going to catch up with that sooner or later. Um, I want to catch up with uh, Attack on Titan. I'm a little behind in that. I'm a little behind in My Dress Up Darling. That's very good. Very wholesome. I love it. I need to catch up with Lupin. I want to catch up with Lupin a lot, but I am eh, Lupin. I'm like here in and out because I like Lupin, but then I'm like tired of Lupin. I won't be some with somebody to talk with Lupin and just watch. Uh, Realist Hero, uh, new episode comes out Saturday. I'm gonna watch more of that later. It's a very good episode. It's very wholesome in the sense of my aspects of wholesome in the sense of there's tea drama. A lot of logistics works and stuff like that. Very nice. I like it. Slow Loop is nothing but cutesy drama in the sense that there's no actual drama. It's just cutesy girls fishing and talking about other and talking about family stuff. That's literally the, the entire animation. Very wholesome. Very wholesome. She's a pupil. Prof- she's the professed. She's she's professed herself pupil of the wise men. Basically, there's. 30, this like 30, 40 year old dude who's has a character as an old, old man, like really old man, like Gandalf kind of features, stupidly turns himself into a girl, his character into a girl and forgets to revert the character back to the original state, turns himself into a girl permanently. Now he's on a trip. To go find the other wise men to help protect the city and stuff. And now, and, and it's adventure assumes. And it's pretty good. CGI is hit and miss pretty bad, but overall story is actually pretty good. Uh, Love of Kill, I dropped it after like the first or second episode, mainly because I was always preaching it like it was going to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But when I were watching it, I'm like, oh, this is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Hey, this? Ain't what I thought it was going to be. Ah, damn it. I might watch it. I might keep watching it because I saw a clip. A pretty good clip. I'm like, oh, I might go back and watch all the way up to that. Uh, strongest Sage, Weakest Crest. <coughs> uh, it's going the way I thought it would be. It's near the near the main climax of the first season. Um... 12th episode's coming out Saturday. It's probably going to end there. Uh, let's see if it does. <coughs> it's scheduled for 12 episodes. This I think it is. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It's scheduled for 12 episodes. So this is going to be the last battle. Uh, last battle sequence and stuff. I hope they don't shoehorn in the next 
I hope they shoehorn in, but I hope they don't resolve it in the sense of what the next plot point is for the next season. I hope this is more of a continuous next season kind of deal. But overall, it looks pretty good. Nice. It's 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 wholesome, but yet it's mindless uh, uh, action with magic and swords and stuff like that. It's very good. I like it. Um, I am currently on chapter 19 on this one manga I'm reading called Mato Shasun no Kishi Ya Awa Isekai Mayu Nin Kayu Aku or something like that. I, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce Japanese or even English Japanese. I'm sorry. I terribly butchered that. Uh, basically, this strong swordsman from one world gets summoned to another world, who's from one fantasy to another fantasy world. Dragon says, I'll give you magic. Apparently doesn't give him magic, just gives him his skills that he has right now as magic, as one big magic skill. Allows him to do everything he could do in his previous world. In that world, which is just overpowered character in general. Overall, so far, pretty good. Uh, it's got a little dramatized plot right now. But overall, eh, it's going pretty good. I like it. Um, I am about to get to work. I should have left 30 minutes ago. Anyway, that's been Sam Kilhorn Harbaugh. Sorry about the yelling and sorry about the cursing. Oh well. Till next time, guys.